Hi guys, it's Matilda. And it's Hadiza. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to the, the African Lipso Podcast. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back. I hope everyone's having a good week. This week, I dug into one of our archives, one of the first episodes that we recorded. And unfortunately, the quality of this is not that amazing. But we talk about dating in 2018. And I thought it was a fun episode. So um, listen and be blessed. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy it. We'll be back next week with obvious better quality and... Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Pod, and please give us reviews on Apple iTunes. All right, let's jump into the episode. Today we're talking about relationships in this time and age, time and age this era, this generation, I guess. I would say millennials, but I realize But I'm Gen Z, guys. Has you not said she's Gen Z? Gen Z is like... Yes, I'm Gen Z. Nigga, I'm not... Don't say it. Speakers are Gen Z. I'm not Gen Z, okay, bitch? What does Gen Z mean? Gen Z is like these people that are using... Come after millennials. Millennials are like... Yeah, 1996. I guess it's the people that have basically grown up... Gen Z. Yeah, Gen Z, my nigga. Are you Gen Z, bro? I'm not Gen Z. I'm millennial. Yeah, millennial, though. So. So today on the episode we have Larry. Hey. He's a rapper. So not. I guess he's a rapper. I mean, an artist, an artist, an artist. And then we have Fawaz. We know who you are. That has co-op job and is about to get freaking rich. And then we have Joseph. Hi. Hi, that's you. He's also a musician. Oh, yo, it's true. Messing up our card games. Yes. And then it's your club. It should be big, though. Repeat it. Repeat what? Like, two. Repeat it twice, yeah. Everybody graduated except... No, I think this time he graduated the second time. Bye. Thank God. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about dating, as I said, in this day and age. So what you guys actually think dating is to start with? Hmm. When, like when you're dating, are you in a relationship? Yes. What do we define as dating? Yeah, I mean, what is not dating? Exactly. You're not exactly. You're not in a relationship if you're dating. Because dating might just be, okay, you guys are going out on a date type of thing, right? So it's like, you're on a date, but like, it doesn't mean you're in a relationship. You're just going out for like... A date. I don't know if I explained that. Yeah. Just going out so on just dates. Going out on, yes. on different dates. dates. Yeah. yeah. So it's like dating, and then when you're like in a relationship, oh, that's like different. different. So when you're dating, you're not in a relationship. You no. think you're not in a relationship. Deadass. You have. You to. think so? You can date as many people as you want. As you want. Well, I feel like now dating is just the constant search for. A relationship. a relationship type of thing. So I don't know if it's that we outgrew the high school stage or if it was at that time that's what everyone was doing and then now the meaning of dating and relationships have like essentially changed, and changed yeah okay so did people date in our parents generation it was courtship right yes. okay there's this guy at my work um he's like he's married now he has five kids um, yeah, what do you think He's, you? he's not cussing me. I'm very stuck. He's he's married. 
he was like married with like five kids. That doesn't and he said that like when he was um courting his wife, like it was more intentional, you know? Like our parents' generation, I feel like when they got with people, they were like they more intentional. Game, they didn't play childish games. Yeah, they, they were the like straight to the point. As far I want to marry <laughs> It's true, no. How many of our parents, like, if there are lots of adults I've spoken to, and a lot of them say, My husband said, God spoke to me you know? and told me that you are going to be the one I will marry. No, and then, you know what? True, I have a friend, Shh. yeah. yeah, yeah. She told me the story of how her parents met. Like some, they were just walking on the road, and then her dad was went to her mom. I was like, you know what? You are going to be my wife. God has revealed it. pastor. He wasn't a pastor, but I think he was like, like he very, like spiritual. he was very spiritual, spiritual and stuff yeah. like that. Well, that so he was like, you're gonna be my wife, yeah. and like literally, I mean, this is after many years. Obviously, they are married now and everything. If somebody tells me. That God spoke. I honestly imagine if Gifted tells you that God has revealed to me. Like I'm, I'm like you're never gonna let, like don't speak to me, don't contact me. Why? Because it's just like how can someone tell, tell you me right that now? God spoke okay. to me? So okay, so you told me. Two people, two people, if two people told me in a week that God spoke to me, if I'm going dating someone based off God spoke to me, then I don't believe that God didn't speak to me. See, God, if God didn't speak to me, if God spoke to them, but God didn't speak to me directly, telling me that I should go with them, then what? Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So even if you even if you ignore it now, but does not mean that you can see the future that be like okay, yeah, you can basically go back because you end up still going back to that same person because God wants it. God, yeah, way. if God wants it, yes. But like I'm saying. Do you guys actually believe that God actually dictates who we're meant to be? No, yes. I don't believe in that. I yes, do I believe. Yeah, you God dictates what? Dictates who you're meant to be with. Like to you. To you. Directly. Powers, like, say it yes or no, don't just nod. I, I think I think, I think so. if you ask. You think so? If you ask. I think so. Um, Larry, do you? Uh, like, for that particular question, it's, it's complicated. It's literally yes or no. Okay, but go I, on. I don't know. According to my parents, right? In terms of my mom, <laughs> like they said yes. The, like yeah, like God, God, God spoke to them. Like unless you ask God, that's the thing. obviously you not drop it in your hand randomly. Unless you are deeply connected to Him, to that's him, when then he does. you will not be like, okay, yeah, this yeah. is your wife. And this that's is exactly. weird to me because I I feel like I actually kind of feel like God gives us choice, right? Like so, I feel like. He gives us choice. So, like, there's so many people, like, you know how people say, like, I'm your soulmate. I feel like we actually have many soulmates yeah. out there. So, there's many people that could connect on us, um, connect to us on, like, a very good level. Can I? But you choose. Yes. What one? To me, when it comes to marriage, right, what I, I just feel like, if you're okay for marriage, do not marry anyone with a Western mentality. With the Western mentality? Why? Because oh, the Western mentality, you don't view marriage as something two partners are walking through. If there's trouble, one partner's gonna, I wanna divorce. There's 58 bucks now, by the way. Divorce. What's 58 bucks? To divorce. To divorce, yeah, they don't Oh, they you don't... need 58 bucks to divorce? There's 58 bucks already. Like, oh, that's easy. See, the Western society, they, they, I they have view. 58 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the Western yeah, society views if 
they find something wrong with their partner, they might as well just divorce and look again. At the end of the day, it just revolutionizes marriage. It's just something that everyone looks at and they don't care about it anymore. And nowadays, with the way divorces are going, where if you get married to someone, you have to split half your wealth. Yeah. So people are like, oh, that's what's, what's the point of yeah. getting married if I have to split half your wealth? Yeah, to Ronaldo. Yeah. So to me, marriage in the West is a sham. If you want to get married, I don't think she would for a partner here. She should go somewhere else. That's someone traditional. Go, go, go to a culture where they actually look at marriage as something sacred and something like it's not. It's not just a, a contract you sign. You understand what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? But in the West, marriage is not taken. Marriage is not right. It's just oh, me and you, me and you have the same vibe. We spent one or two years together. Let's get married. We have children. Next thing, maybe the husband or the wife is out of a job or something, and then. I don't know. Relying on the woman. Yeah, it just at some point they find out like, oh, I don't love this man, or I don't love this woman anymore. Might as well divorce. So there's no spark. Mm. So you think? But back home, you might. Some families actually like they fight with each other. Like, you know, yeah, the families might be fighting with each other, but they still married. They still working to like. They still working to to like to build the relationship and all that. Mm-hmm. And worse comes to worse, the only times it gets to divorce is when it reaches to the point where. There cannot be anything that this marriage can cannot go it cannot go forward based on maybe one partner does something so bad that mm-hmm. everyone just looks at the marriage as from outside as, as already a female. Uh-huh. So do you, am I getting that like you're against mar- um, divorce. divorce? Yes. That, so I'm not I'm actually not. I'm not against divorce. I'm not against divorce. What I'm against is the idea of People just taking marriage as something as a relationship, as a, as something like yeah. Nowadays, marriage like is kind if, of like if it doesn't work out, we can yeah. cut, it off. cut it off or something. Okay, like. guys, let's try to like stare back to the um, topic because we're talking about marriage, which is very, very yeah. It's still it's meant to be sacred, right? Yeah. Let's talk about dating right now because like dating right now isn't really a lot of times isn't very focused on marriage, yeah. right? Like people aren't dating. Right now, to lead to marriage, I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. it, I feel I find dating now very confusing to me because I feel like okay, like the only reason why I would date is if I see the person, like I connect with the person essentially, and like I see or I, I want to like kind of have a future long term with that person, that kind of thing, right? So it's kind of confusing when people say like or people just date. It's like I just it's kind like, of a physical thing. But it's someone, a physical thing right because now. Because right now, like, mm-hmm. I'm a construction worker and I work with many old people that have, like, two, that divorced with two different women and they have two kids with those two different women. And so most of it, they have to pay child support to support, even sometimes they don't think of themselves, right? But most of the women here in this third world country, they mostly look at. First of all. You know, huh? First of all. First of all, part two. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But like, um, basically, they see what your income is. If you're making that much money, like if you're making millions of dollars, that attracts more women too. And that's what me and I see. Like, most guys, they're literally loyal, but most women that want a loyal relationship go to the rich guys. With that's what I've seen, and I've seen it with so other people. So you feel like, Women aren't loyal here. They're not. They're not loyal. I feel like some are. Loyal. Some are, but some aren't. Mm-hmm. 
So like some women want a certain kind of I, I think we're saying is women are hypogamous, is that what you're saying? What's hypogamous? In the sense that they only look for example, let's say you're dating someone right now and it doesn't it doesn't work out, right? You will only look at the next person has to be someone of a higher status than who you're with before. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like people, uh, women date like based on status. Up, right? But you know, like back then, even in the past, people got married based on status, not really, like, not really not, for love. I don't know. Not I don't think it's I a new thing. So. I, don't I, don't think, I don't think so. I don't. Because you think people got married for love? Love for marriage is a very, very, very recent thing. I I agree with yeah. that. Why I feel like now people are chasing after some. Wow, Fan- yeah. fantasy, fantasy right? yeah. But then, then I feel like our parents' time it was more like structural, there was still love, but then to some extent, there was a lot of structure around it. Like, it was like Candace, like, I want to marry somebody in the for example, let's say in the church, I want somebody who looks like she'll be a good wife slash husband, somebody who can res- um, fulfill social responsibilities, mm-hmm. and then love is just one of the factors. But then, if most likely if they have all those qualities, then like love kind of comes in sort of but then i feel like that's yeah. so do you feel like tradition played like a big part yes one thing that's wrong with in today's generation is the media people don't look at it this way but the media actually influences how the youths actually think mm-hmm. because right now you go on tv and you see keeping up let's say you see keeping up with kardashian <laughs> some people might idolize that as the ideal sense of marriage right uh-huh. That's true. Well, yeah. It's actually not right. The way the media is going, right? There will probably be no rules. You know what I mean? So there's literally no structure nowadays because if you say something against someone or just say something to generalize it, people are like, you can't treat me that way. I'm different. Now, those rules do not apply to me. I'm different. And right now, I was hearing recently, like, there was a, a professor in the UK or something that wanted them to treat pedophilia. Oh, I heard that terrible. Yes, like yes, and I was like, so if you treat that as the way you treat, yeah, the sexuality, then where's the order? There's no line. What is right from wrong? What is wrong? Yeah, exactly. So that's that's what I feel like. Like the world is probably going towards that direction where like this, your right isn't someone else's right. And it's well known because usually with um, social like norms and stuff or like tradition. There is a, I mean, usually, I mean, to be honest, right and wrong is still, it's very subjective. Like, as long as it's not, like, killing. And even with killing, a society can make a certain kind of killing legal and a certain kind of killing not legal. I mean, a lot, before, people used to kill more, there there used to be more lynchings in the past, right? And that was viewed sort of as normal. So I'm saying, there's, in reality, right and wrong is very subjective. But then, like, what keeps the order is that tradition decides what is right and what is wrong but i feel like we're going towards like what larry said a point where like it's like you're wrong is my right like what he said so like it's it's very it's going to be very confusing that kind of thing yeah so, but like you know right now like we have dating apps and all of that like mm-hmm. how do you think dating apps have affected dating mm-hmm. um because you know back then like our parents had to meet in the right situation, mm-hmm. at the right place, like the right person, mm-hmm. you know. But right now we have dating apps, Tinder, Bumble, mm-hmm. eHarmony, like all these things. Mm-hmm. Guy, have you been on all of them? No. Okay. I have actually. I've been on you them. have what what um 
You've been on Bumble? Yeah. Have oh yeah, I have too. Bumble, I just don't okay, I just girl, didn't know you're it. out there. Gang gang gang. With dating apps, right? That's a very good point. Um, mm-hmm. Because I feel dating app, it sort of speaks off the process. Yeah. If you know what I mean. It's like, okay, this one is fine. I'm going to swipe right. If it doesn't work out, I have another right. I, I swiped on that. We matched. That's why the whole concept of love and the whole concept of but that thing together. Is that thing, like the companies that have Bumble or Mingle or whatever platform of socializing that needs to be free because some has been like when you go to a new dating app and they try to swipe in, like for example if you're a new person to tender you swipe right swipe left and things like that but there will be fake people that will be messaging you catfishes no but but Tinder, not catfishes but like yeah Tinder is so fake man because I was reading this article on Tinder are you on Tinder yeah I'm on Tinder me too Larry's on Tinder yeah. I joined Tinder at a point. I can't lie. <laughs> have you ever joined Tinder? No, I've never joined Tinder. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if you. Have you ever joined Tinder? Yes, I have. I don't know. Have you ever still. used Tinder though? Yeah, but some, at the point here, yeah, I was like, yeah, well, because this thing, obviously, no one. Your Tinder is not based on me. Oh, you message. You know, actually, back to what you said when you were um, introducing the um, what's it called? When you were introducing the dating apps, you said. Our parents met in somewhat perfect situations, and then but now we have to learn. Actually, I wanted to say that I feel like our parents didn't meet in perfect situations, but like what we are trying to do now is we are trying to create a perfect situation to meet the perfect person. But meanwhile, if you listen to it, a lot, a lot of our parents meeting, it's like they never even wanted to be together. First, it's like this guy's a weirdo, like get away. Yeah. So. I feel like there seems to be, be yeah, there seems to be like some 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 level of perfection. I feel like we are chasing after as a this thing. But okay, back to um, the social media thing, um, dating app. Sorry, um, I was on Bumble actually. Like I left Bumble because I just you never told me about this because it was short. It was a very short period of time. Like I never actually like stayed on it long enough to like go out with anybody or something. It just happened like some like very short, very short. But then I just felt like I didn't know how to explain. I just I didn't like like because I I you still like kept engaging. Huh? You think like engaging. Yeah, because I I kept thinking back to like people's experiences where it's like, okay, so people are like people basically go on Tinder to like most people go on Tinder to find someone to smash or like I feel like most of the yeah, time like, most like, of the time about how like that, that is social thing media too. There's, sorry, not social media. There's, like, dating apps that, like, Tinder. Mm-hmm. Tinder is almost, like, right now, exclusively for... Smashing. For smashing. Like, but no that, one... Does anyone fact, really go right? on Tinder to really a research, find out? A research showed that, like, hardly anybody smashes Yeah, hardly anybody really? smashes Tinder. Yeah. That's what I want to say. Yes. I want to talk about, man. Yes. This is how so. Tinder... This is how Tinder goes. So, let's say, they're 100%... Hundred percent of men on Tinder, right? Twenty mm-hmm. percent of those men are desir- desirable to women based on how they look, right? Those are those are the those are the people who will swipe right for. Mm-hmm. Under that twenty percent, less than ten percent will engage in the conversation. Under that ten percent, less than one percent will actually set up a date. In Tinder, the woman holds the power. The power. Because she chooses who she wants to meet, and who who, that's why on Tinder, right? If you go on Tinder, right, is every guy just shooting it short, shooting it short? Because it's like every guy just like casting a, a wide net to see who's gonna like 
jump into it. Mm-hmm. Take the whole, but for a woman, she she gets to pick, right? Which she net she's going into? Which, which net she's going into or mm-hmm. who she's going to invite? At the end of the day, there's some guys that they've been in the game for so long that they're able to like, this way they can navigate their way through. Some some guys get good success, man, like huge amount of success. Yeah. In there. But the, the, the funny thing is that those are the guys that they're going home with all the single ladies. So basically, these same guys are just circulating in the same population and then the other guys are just outside shooting their shot but nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. It's not everyone that, sm- that the swipes right on Tinder that meet up in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They actually don't. Yeah, yeah actually, because my friends meet a, like I know someone who meets a lot. Ask, yeah. ask, when you meet your friend, right, on the next day, ask her to ask the guy how many women he's met. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a huge difference, right? That's one thing Between, about Tinder. Mm-hmm. That's why some people go to Bumble because like the woman is engaging, right? And yeah. sometimes they won't, you know how on Tinder the guy has to engage and carry the conversation. Yes. But if you go on Bumble, most of these most of these women they don't they don't even have to have a conversation, man. Mm-hmm. It's like holy shit, man. Like like hey, what's up? I'm like okay. If you do the same thing on Tinder, they won't they won't respond to you. Yes. Because for Tinder, Tinder is about like how can you interest them? Yeah, but you know, that's it's it's natural, right? The man is the hunter. It's going to chase. The woman will never. The woman will never chase you unless. Mm-hmm. Unless you have, that's what I'm saying, unless you're a man of really high value, that is when a woman will chase. That's true, especially when a woman will never chase money. It can be money, it can be fame, it can be power, it can be high or else. It just has to be something. I feel, I want to say, I want to say something on that, right? So I feel like our society has made it such that, like, that is the case. I mean, like, history, but wise, men are the hunters and stuff, whatever. But I'm saying now, anyways, um, our society makes it that women don't feel as confident or comfortable like going out to speak to men because I feel like there will be guys I'm interested in that are like the typical like oh like you know the 20% as you say the 20% but like there are also guys I find attractive that are not like what's it called what she would regard as like conventionally attractive that kind of thing so but the thing is it's just having to approach that the problem I always feel like if I approach a guy, I am perceived as desperate or I'm perceived as like something that is not like this is not what girls usually do essentially because yeah, they're supposed to wait. So it's I feel like there's this stigma But there's nothing wrong in that though. Hmm? There's nothing wrong in there's that. Nothing wrong. wrong in what? In a woman not not being the guy not being not approaching a guy like. But then what you're saying, but well, I'm I'm counter um I'm countering what you're saying that like women will only approach you if you are high value and I feel like women don't approach men period and there are a certain set of men uh, women who do approach men mm. who like they obviously have the confidence to and because they have the confidence yeah. to they are able to go for like those attractive men just right off the bat because they already have the confidence to approach men mm. does that make sense so I feel like generally women don't and it's the same thing where it's like generally guys should be a generally women don't approach men and then the women who are confident enough to approach men would obviously be confident enough to approach only the attractive men. But like women want to approach men. It's just like it just it's just a negative stigma for it. But do you guys think that dating apps are helping dating in this age or do you think they're making it harder to, for you to actually make meaningful conversations, meaningful connections? I think it doesn't. It doesn't help? It doesn't help. No. It doesn't How? help because now you have that's the thing right with having too much choice this mm. is that's another thing like if you have a lot like usually like i don't know growing up as a kid right mm-hmm. 
back home. The amount of freedom or stuff we have here, the amount of fun or whatever we call clubbing. fun. Yeah, clubbing and stuff, right? Because back home, yes. That's what I'm saying. No, but like, that's, that's another thing. That's what I'm saying, right? It's like, back home, in terms of our parents, right? They didn't have as much choice as we do right now. In terms of dating, right? Because our parents, right, they just, they, they had probably a group of friends. They were very, like, pretty much a community. You yeah. know what I mean? So right now, it's like, I can see someone from the U.S. Mm-hmm. or from Zimbabwe or from Zambia mm-hmm. and swipe right if I want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have the entire world on my fingertips. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why settle why settle? Settle for one. But don't one you think that thing way. is like illusion of choice rather than an actual choice? Because you think that you have so many options, right? But you kind of don't actually have that many options. Why you you say I mean, they're, they're there. Like, the people are there. Yes. But how many people are actually compatible with you? That's what you can never tell through dating apps. Exactly. But you yeah. kind of feel like everyone is there. But like, if there's also something with having too much choices, you become paralyzed by that too much choice. It's yes. like, um, if, if you have only two jams to pick from, you would obviously just pick one. But if you have like 20 jobs to pick from, chances are you may not even pick any because you just don't want to make the wrong choice at that time. Or you would have a longer time having to pick one. You have you take a longer time to pick one. So it's a paralysis. Like it kind of, that maybe that could be why, I feel like that could be why our generation just doesn't like, well, I mean, I mean, people date, but like relationships aren't like a thing, I guess. In terms of like the way now we're seeing dating, because when we're back home, right, like I'm just always refer- referencing to back home because mm-hmm. then when you say you're dating someone, it's like uh, serious, serious. Like you guys are going to be in a relationship, but mm-hmm. now when you're saying you're dating, you mean like yo, you have so much, so many choices. Mm-hmm. I feel like in terms of the the choices, it's becoming more harmful. Is it more harm than good? Mm-hmm. Because now that you feel like. Like I don't know, we're having a conversation. Was mm-hmm. me and four was right. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like how I forgot it was. You guys live together. No, no, no. We talk on the phone. Okay, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're talking about like how, like in terms of Tinder, right? Mm-hmm. You have if one doesn't work out, you're like, there's another one. Like, why am I wasting my time mm-hmm. here? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then again, like it messes up your thinking in terms of how you view. Human beings. Yeah, like a human to relationship. Like you feel like. Humans are disposable. Yes, and like you're like replaceable at any time. Replaceable, I please. Yeah. And that's the same thing you're treating as marriage. Because yeah. if marriage is not 58 bucks to divorce, to get divorced, then it's like, whoa, where do we, where do we draw the line mm-hmm. type of thing? So. Mm. Okay, we talk about like long distance relationships because. What like social media has done is giving us a wider pool of people, but like in different places. So like, how do you think social media has affected like long distance relationships? And like, do you think long distance relationships are feasible? Like, do they work? Song. I think it, that's also subjective because okay. for me personally, I can't do long distance. Why? Because I feel like the person needs to. Or we need to be there presently. In as much as long distance is like, sometimes it's not like, what's it called? Not right off the bat, right? It's like, 
you guys are already in a relationship and then probably you guys need to split for a couple of years or something, mm-hmm. right? But for me to start a relationship based on long distance, I don't think it's feasible because in as much as uh, mentally, um, spiritually or whatever, physical is also very important too. Because in as much as, I'm not just talking about sex, right? I'm talking about being in the moment, being present, being able to talk to the person, like right, look at them. Our memories. Yes, like just... Do things together. Exactly. Feel like their whole, I don't know, um, what's the word for it now? The old demeanor, like mm-hmm. everything just right there, presently, mm-hmm. is much more valuable than having to look or see them off the screen. Off the screen. But then I, it works for some people. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, this is me personally, right? I always feel like um, if I'm ever to start a long-distance relationship, just not by meeting the person, but online, I would always have this thing at the back of my mind that like I may be idolizing the person to a certain degree. Because, okay, I... I've had, like, I've gone on dates with, like, people, and then it's, like, let's say I'm talking to them online, and they're, like, oh, I'm, like, oh, yeah, like, this person is, like, you know, we're connecting and stuff, and then when we meet in real life, it's, like, okay, maybe, maybe not so much, or maybe there's something about this person that I dislike, or, like, there's something about the person that I might not be able to, like, you know, that kind of thing. So, like, I feel like um, long distance, like, in starting a relationship off the internet doesn't really give you a full picture of like what the person really is like so much like, because person's just typing right you don't know mm-hmm. person's what if you guys are like calling and facetiming and all i guess i think but then nah. i i still think you still need to be there in person yeah really yeah because i've also had that like in terms of another personal one right it's like we revive online on skype on FaceTime and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But when we immediately we met in real life, mm-hmm. it was like, oh. why am I here? Yeah. Type of things like, <laughs> who are you? Time, yeah. yeah, like we should go back on FaceTime. <laughs> type of thing. So it's like, in as much as it's all great because people can always on FaceTime fix up their looks or fix mm-hmm. up like. But it's just like when you wake up next to the person, mm-hmm. it's a totally different story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So yeah, but like my opinion is like you ex- you're supposed to expect that ahead of time too. Like for example, for me, like if I've been seeing someone for a long time, even if it's online or something like that, mm-hmm. I haven't met them in person. I've not met them in years, and I meet them in person, and I see them in looks. Mm-hmm. I will not be surprised. Because you're literally the person online, you're seeing the real person and you're seeing how they are. I know that, like, I don't, explain it. I don't think online, like, you can necessarily, like, get to know the person because anyone can fake the identity. Anyone, sometimes my room, right, is <laughs> not as clean as the way I put it on social media, right? <laughs> and I'm being honest, right? But it's just that, like, most of the time it's, it's clean, but I'm just saying. It's Most still, don't, don't, <laughs> don't even go there, okay? But I'm just saying, right, it's like, on the internet, I can fix that up. I can make it look like a world-class room, just mm-hmm. different lightings and stuff, right? But it doesn't really make it real, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's kind of why I feel distance relationship is, probably when you meet the person first, you guys are already in a relationship, and then you guys have to split for a while, where you know you're coming back later or something, Mm-hmm. then I would say, okay, probably that is feasible. Yeah. But it's when you've never met them. You don't even know how they are. And you just choose to believe what you want to believe. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But like, it's like, whatever you want to believe doesn't mean it's real. 
doesn't mean that's reality. Yeah. So that's kind of why the distance relationship for me personally is like there has to be that mental touch, that physical presence, mm-hmm. rather than just off a screen. Mm-hmm. So you think it doesn't work? Unless I said there's one case, you. it does not work for me at all. Personally, like distance. Once you say I'm moving to Oshawa, I'm like, yo, we're done. You know what I mean? It's just like. Uh, well, don't you not try to like at least like okay, maybe in two months or in three months? Because if, if you guys but, are married, would you be doing that's, the same that's, thing? that's what I'm saying, right? I'm like, you guys are ready together. That's the only time for me I feel okay. Maybe this is visible. But if you guys are ready together, but one has to go and achieve your dreams or goals, and you guys actually love each other, then distance would not be uh, like. A barrier type of thing. But then meeting someone off the internet, off the and, internet starting and starting from, from there. Fresh, then I, I don't know. If I doubt that. Yeah. yeah. Because when you meet them, it's like I don't know. Those. Yeah, I mean sometimes fish. it works, sometimes it doesn't. It just but, depends. Like okay, what about like I want to refer to what she said because mm-hmm. like okay, in the olden days our parents used to talk to each other face to face, right? But like, how can you do that? Well, if you go to a club, many girls are like, either they don't want to talk, they just want to just have fun, or they're with their friends and they just ignore you. How would you talk? No, like, I f- so that- I guess mm-hmm. no. I feel like for our parents, right, they have to do that too. But they're many- probably probably let's say probably not a club, right? Because I don't think any parents have admitted to their kid that they, oh, I met you, I met my, I met your mother in a club. I don't think so because you know they are in choir practice or something. There is so no just, way our, some of our parents, some of the people did not meet in the club. club. Right, but I'm yeah. just saying, like on personal basis, like I haven't heard a story like that. Like they got together through like in a club or something, turning up or something, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, right, is even if they're with their friends, I feel like it has to do with confidence as as a dude, right, or as a girl too it just has to do confidence like if you feel like you can go approach a girl like what's the worst case she'll say no bam so that's another thing that's another way to look at it so it's like if she says no it's not the end of the world uh-huh. I carry my jacket and leave and just uh-huh. with my why, hand why do girls do that why do, why do they know like um, why don't they know like okay try to get to know the guy when he comes <laughs> confidence like I want to know because like why do you guys not try to get to know you? Yeah. Either is it with his attitude or how he presented it himself or like what is that or is not is the wrong timing or is it the wrong place? Like that's another different question. You're supposed to give it a signal and you approach. There's a way you can tell if a woman wants to approach her. You just have to look at the sign. If she gives you that signal, if she push. doesn't, she's just not that into you. Yeah. But then what if I mean don't you have do do all women send signals? Not all women. Not really. Oh, yeah. Not really. That's why yeah. you you go for the ones that send the choosing signs. You can go, you can you can approach a woman. You know you can approach any woman, but it's just harder because you don't know her state of mind at that point. Mm-hmm. Like she might she might have gotten fired, but she might have lost. Yeah, or she might even be in a relationship or I don't know, she might think all men are dicks or something like that. Yeah. And you just a little dick and just disturbing her. Well yeah, let's talk about um sorry, let's talk about situationships because I think it's such a big thing in our generation, um, 
whatever that is situationships rather than actual relationships like what have you guys ever been in a um, situationship of course uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course like what the situation where like what are we it's like yeah. the, every single day almost every day that's the question like I mean, what are we today I even ask guys like, I think I'm in a situation yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't I mean, know you think I'm in a situation I don't know about that right that's another thing it's like what what classifies as a situation? Yeah, what is a situation? I guess a situation is where both of you guys don't really know. I mean, you, you guys, guys are not friends for sure, but then but you, you guys, guys are not in a relationship, and you guys are not actively dating, but you guys when are you not not. Like it's yes. like it's like you guys don't know. You guys haven't communicated as to like what you guys are doing. Essentially, you guys don't what know what the heck doing. is that. Why is this? I feel like our, our I feel like our generation. Well, it could just be people in general, but then uh, um, because we have like we communicate over the phone, it makes it easier to like avoid certain topics or having to talk about certain things because um, it's yeah, basically. That doesn't for me. Like I, I think problem is I'm not in a situation because I feel like I've discussed like this is like another thing is like what do you want yeah. in a relationship. That's already you need to already know. Intention. Like, yes, your intentions is like. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking of like spending your entire the rest of your life with this person? Or are you mm-hmm. thinking of okay for a short period of time? Or mm-hmm. are you thinking about I don't want any titles. I just mm-hmm. want. Just or, smash yeah, just smash and like. Then go isn't that and, a situation? Yes, that's the thing. So it's like a situation is where you're just like smash and go, but like it's like you guys did not even discuss about it type mm-hmm. of thing. It's just like okay, you guys are feeling each other's vibe, and like mm-hmm. it's just so much easier because you guys are sort of next to each other or mm-hmm. close by or something. Yeah, but it also it doesn't have to be close by because you can hit them up too. And but a situation too can also be intentional. <laughs> that's another thing too. Situationships can be intentional. How? Yes. How? That's yeah. the thing, right? It's like more hookup than a situation because it's just like mm-hmm. both parties are like, whoa, uh, I'm cool with this. You're cool with this? I'm cool with it. We can go on with this. But then in that case scenario, it's not really a situationship because but then how would you, you guys, you guys are both, you guys both know why you guys are having that kind of relationship. Like you guys both know that it's like, it's purely sexual essentially. So, mm-hmm. But so when you're really saying situationships only occur when you don't know what what is going on, at least or, or at least one party is confused as to what's going on. Going on, yes. So, so then when is, when when you do know what is going on, what is it classified as? When you're having like, for example, when it's a purely sexual relationship, I actually don't know what it's called, but I don't think it's called a situationship. It's a hookup. There you go. Why is the hookup culture so big right now? Well, Do you think it's always been like obviously okay? So there's statistics that actually our parents and grandparents' generations were actually having more sex than like we are right now, that's because true. we think because of the hookup culture we think that we're having more sex than our our parents' generations, but we really aren't. Um, and maybe it might play to the fact that we're actually talking more over you know social media and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But why do you? Do, why, like, what is the cause of this hookup culture? The fact that, like, you can. And do you think you can actually get someone? to know someone without, like, in a relationship setting without actually, like, having 
any form of physical relationship with But it depends on how long it's going to be though. I feel like you can like that's another thing is like nowadays like our generation is just like how can you be sure when you haven't tested or tried it? According to our parents, right? Because I wasn't there. I didn't, I don't know if like they're like, yeah, no sex on the market. Almost everybody didn't have sex on the market, but some people have had kids. I think that's a lie. So I don't get it. Our parents preach a lot about no sex before marriage, but I I very much think that they actually were having sex yeah. before marriage. Yeah, for sure. A lot of my mom even wear calculated eggs like when she conceived of me and I calculated it backwards. And I was like, she conceived mm, me she before conceived. she got <laughs> married, so I can use that against her. That's, 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 yeah. that's the thing I'm saying, right? It's like, But do you think sex still meant much more than it does right now? Yes, definitely. Like, even yeah, though they, maybe they were having sex, it still meant something to get right. Yeah, sex meant so much more back then than I think, though, according to them. And according to... Another thing is like, what we are being exposed to and in terms of social media that's mm-hmm. why i feel and i've discussed it for a while before and i feel like it's very toxic it's really toxic because you're being exposed to like literally everything happening in the world but in the same time you also can be misinformed throughout the entire stuff you've seen mm-hmm. because like there's just so many, and I heard about um. There's this videos that I used to make. I forgot what it's called. Where like they take someone's face or like his body, right? Mm-hmm. And they like sort of use their lips. They move their lips, and they use their voice. So like it's like you're thinking the person is saying that deep fakes. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. You think the person is saying that, but like yeah, you're, you're not even there. Like it, mm-hmm. so, and it's so real, right? So that's what I'm saying. But that's why, like, it's really toxic and it has affected our generation because whatever we feel is happiness or whatever we see on social media that's happiness, mm-hmm. in real life, most of the times, is not true. Mm-hmm. So in terms of people getting together, people being in love, I've seen so many people in love from high school and stuff like that. No, or not high school, on social media, post their pictures and pictures and pictures mm-hmm. saying that I want to be with the person forever. Yeah, breaking up. And yeah. we we're sliding in DMs. So it's just that's what I'm saying, right? It's that's how much the social media has affected our culture. Mm-hmm. That like we believe in everything we see on the social media. Mm-hmm. Not consciously. Sometimes mostly a lot of times unconsciously. It's, it's just your subconscious just saying, Okay. Not as much as I I don't know why I believe this. But, but I just do. Yeah. do you would you say you believe now that it wouldn't be possible to have a relationship without like any like as far okay okay so do you so you believe that most of our parents essentially had sex before they got married yeah yes because like i don't know i don't know mm-hmm. because i'm just like but I'm it's nothing pretty to sure prove. they did i'm pretty i'm just sure like there's did. nothing to prove otherwise yeah, they but they did have you know the hookup culture right now is different from I feel like the sex that they were having back then. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like maybe they were having sex with like people that they actually felt something for. Mm-hmm. And like maybe they were actually in like for real committed committed relationships. Right now people are having sex without actually even having a, any kind of feelings mm-hmm. for them. So like I don't I feel like it's different. It's different. They w- probably were having more sex but then it meant more, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, I think that's like what social media has created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but another thing is like, sex is kind of very easy. 
It's so easy right it's now. It's so easy right now because it's like you can have sex, but like you don't have the baggage, like the person's baggage. You don't care about it. So it's easier to do that than have the person's like the person's day, how they are doing, what they're going through, their whole family, and that's yes, that's what I'm saying. But like, and that's also another big factor in terms of uh, people being depressed mm-hmm. because human connection, social media is breaking it, like destroying human connection. Mm-hmm. Because now that like, you don't, you don't even have to talk to your teller. Your bank, you can't, you don't even go to the bank anymore. Like, literally, I can do everything on my phone. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, um, so would you say there's a space for religious millennials in hookah culture? According to the Quran and the Bible, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's so far away. Like, if we go with what we read, I think hookup shouldn't. I don't know though, because like, religion, religion say, is very uh, mm-hmm. restricting. So, mm-hmm. but would you say like if there was a was a religious millennial, they would definitely have a hard time finding a relationship in this day and age? Not that's another thing. I don't mm-hmm. really think so because they, I know some girls, like some people, some mm-hmm. guys, like that. That's all they want. They just want someone religious. Mm-hmm. Like, but at the same time, is with the whole hookup culture, the mm-hmm. whole sex before marriage or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It would be really hard mm-hmm. for them because how do you place that with whatever you believe in? Believe in, yeah. So. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, it seems so predominant in our culture. It's like, if there is a religious millennial, they would feel, um, they would feel like you're passing by a great guy or girl just because of the sex thing. Because, I mean, the, the guy could have otherwise been Changed. No, not changed, but like the guy is other, like the guy is, uh, the guy or girl is a great person. It's just that they just also do not like take the no sex before marriage thing seriously. So it's like they feel like they have to choose between their religion and like an otherwise great relationship. Does that make sense? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, for that case, right, it's more like your priorities. Yes, like where do you place your your values, your values on? Mm-hmm. Like, do you place it on the great person that you just met, or mm-hmm. something that like, you were brought up with as a mm-hmm. kid? Mm-hmm. So it might not be. I don't know. The reason I don't talk about religion, like I don't consider myself to be religious, because mm-hmm. I just feel like religion puts a lot of pressure and a lot of uh, you're not good enough mm-hmm. on you, mm-hmm. rather than. Um, because then it, it sort of like takes away from being human mm-hmm. because human beings are not supposed to be perfect. Mm-hmm. That's why like it's also going to the dating app. It's like mm-hmm. you try to create a perfect scenario, but like mm-hmm. that should not be the case because mm-hmm. there is no how you can go about it that like, mm-hmm. you would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. No matter her, how like handsome, how beautiful the person is, or how. There's just always something mm-hmm. that is there, like you need to work on. So, mm-hmm. going back to what we're saying, um, in terms of religion, and mm-hmm. it's also like I said before, where you place your priorities. Mm-hmm. Where where do you place your values? Mm-hmm. Where do you place them on? Is it a person you just met or something you believe in your whole life? Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Well, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about being a religious millennial? They see that sex it's, and it's actually really hard. At some point, mm-hmm. like for me, it's in the sense that, for example, I want to do something, mm-hmm. and then I remember, yeah. oh shit, I'm actually, I come from a 
creative partner. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I might probably like communicate with a woman mm-hmm. and she might be like, maybe this guy doesn't want to like, smash and pass, right? Mm-hmm. But that might not be my intention. Mm-hmm. But because of the way you know, around yeah. here, it kind of like, it reflects on me as well. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I'm a black guy, so it's even, it's even right. more amplified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really does, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel, I mean, like I would say, like same with you, like I, I mean, I wouldn't consider myself, well, I would say I am religious, but not really, just because like, I feel like as of this year anyways, in terms of religion, I feel like I have started to question religion a lot more, but more in terms of like the way people do things versus like what is actually in the religion, like the way people are able to just interpret however and like just things like that, but then like in terms of also looking towards a relationship, it kind of scares me because it's like, I have these like values, but then it's like, um, how do I, I also don't want like, because I, I have this image that like, if I'm dating a very religious person, I'm afraid that the person in the process of being very religious is closed minded. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. In the process of dating, by trying to find someone who's religious, quote unquote, is closed minded. So it's like, oh, somebody might be like, oh, why don't you just like look for a religious guy and it's like oh it doesn't work that way because i also want somebody who is open-minded who i can actually speak to about like things and like who's not just going to be like oh women do this or men are supposed to do that or like things god said or like things like this you know that kind of thing so it's if i I find it particularly confusing for me especially because it's like i always feel like i am undecided but i'm undecided because like i feel like my values don't match the norm of the Day and age. Yeah, day and age essentially. So it's kind of like confusing for me to. For me, either way, don't put religion as first mm-hmm. and just follow your heart because that's how love is. Everyone is still going to heaven. Mm-hmm. No matter what, everyone is still going to heaven. So even if you're like Judaism or like, Christian or Muslim or, or any kind of religion, everyone is still being charged the same way mm-hmm. as you came in and as you went out. So right. yeah. With that, right, I feel like. Every time I talk about religion, it's a really broad topic, right? And I don't know, for me personally, I feel like it has done more harm in a lot of ways than good. Like, I mean, there's a lot of good to it too, right? But at the same time, like, I feel like a lot of people do not get to live because they feel like there's this um, condemnation or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, this is, if you do this, you're going to die. Like, stuff like that. I feel like then it's... It sort of takes away from being human and just being able to live life and learn, you mm-hmm. know, because like a lot of times like we're already told what to do in religion, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, do this and do that. And like, mm-hmm. we don't question, we don't be mm-hmm. like, why, why am I supposed to do that? Because a lot of things in religion that like they've, they've said was like, right in the past times, nowadays does not, does not apply. Mm-hmm. Because if you tell me slavery, it's okay. It's like, yo, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, you're literally torturing people. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing as dating. And I just feel like, uh, to me, religion messes up. Even me, and still something I'm trying to work on. But, like, religious, religion messes up, like, the way you think about a relationship. Or the way you... Because a relationship is supposed to teach you stuff. Mm-hmm. In as much as you hate your exes. Mm-hmm. But, like, you always learn something from them. Mm-hmm. Like, something like you don't want or something yeah, you do want. You do want to so example, yeah. yes, and I feel like if you try if you try to go on with a religious view, mm-hmm. a lot of times like you don't get to learn because you're like, I've been brought up this way, this thing has been working for all our lives. Mm-hmm. So what are you what are you saying? I mean, I I think based on that it depends on the person. So I feel like 
Um, different people have different ways of viewing religion. Um, I think it's not always like, oh, I have to live life one way, one way, one way. Like different people have different ways of viewing how religion affects them in their life. Mm-hmm. And like, I just think, I just think the problem with religion now is that it just doesn't fit the current climate or the current like culture of like our society currently. Like it doesn't like mesh. Like mm-hmm. I just feel like because the thing is, if being religious was the norm, you wouldn't sort of question it because it is that living in that religious mindset and that way is the norm. Does that make sense? So it's like now I feel like the only reason why religion is really put under scrutiny is because religion is not the norm of this society currently. But if religion was the norm, we would happily follow it without any question. question. So I feel like, I feel like and this is deviating from the topic, but I feel like there's no such thing as complete entire like freedom per se. I feel like we're always bound to like some set of rules society like kind of sets for us mm-hmm. and we live under it. The only difference is like um, we just want to follow the societal rules at that point and not really want to do anything that counters it most times. So I just think that's that's how I see like relationship between this generation and religion and versus like previous. But then yeah, basically that's deviating from the topic. So um, do we think at the end of the day do you think we would have like more people getting married? Do you think people would even get married at all? Do you think like it's just like because we're younger at this stage that we're experiencing this and this is something it that is normal to go through and then eventually we would think to settle down and then people would come or like how what do you think about like marriage essentially for our generation? I think marriage will always happen. Like, people will always get married. The real question is, are, are they going to stay in marriage? Mm-hmm. So, like, because marriage is still, still the norm. People mm-hmm. just always want the engagement. People want the party. People want the celebration. Mm-hmm. People want the nice things, the gifts. The uh, social media presence. Presence, marriage. We're engaged. Mm-hmm. Or, I like, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's just always going to be present. Yeah. I think this is the real question is, uh, are they, are we going to stay in marriage, marriage at this point in time, mm-hmm. this day and age? Mm-hmm. Because marriage is still the norm. Mm-hmm. So that's me personally. What do you guys think? It's all about, do you really fall, have you fallen in love with your true soulmate? Even if you guys fight, even if you guys argue, even if you guys get into silent treatment, like, are you really willing to make up with that? Mm-hmm. And like me, for me, I see that in my parents. Like sometimes I think, like, am I going to actually get a really good soulmate? Like how my parents are, like how connection is. But yeah. Yeah. So okay, but it makes sense. Yeah, that that all makes sense. <laughs>